Hey everyone, it's Sal from Awaken with Sal podcast. Do you know of anyone that actually has rheumatoid arthritis or really needs to find some natural solutions and get inspired about going ahead and really tackling this crippling disease? We're going to have Jane Hogan. She's the wellness engineer. She blends science and spirituality to help people release chronic pain using their mind, body, and breath so that they can go ahead and become empowered creators of their own health. Make sure that you pass this information to anyone that can benefit. Tune in this next episode. Hello, Soul Family. I'm your host, Sal Buller, and welcome to Awaken with Sal, a global podcast your vibrational connection for the body, mind, and spirit. Devoted to spiritual awakening, consciousness expansion, sacred empowerment, energy healing, and much, much more. So honored to be here with all you divine beings today. Before we dive in, remember to head over to saltheawakener.com for a free meditation download and share your email to receive my new ebook and stay connected for future offerings and monthly interactive virtual community gatherings available to you all free of charge. Our guest today is Jane Hogan, the wellness engineer. She blends science and spirituality to help people release chronic pain using the mind, body, and breath so that they can become empowered creators of their own health. Her personal experience of reversing crippling rheumatoid arthritis using natural solutions inspired her to leave a 30-year engineering career and become a functional medicine certified health coach, certified yoga teacher, and wellness educator. Jane is the creator of the Wellness by Design Blueprint, helping people access their own magnificence through intentional living. Jane is the host of the Wellness by Design podcast and has been featured on numerous podcasts and summits and has been published in Thrive Global and the Elephant Journal magazine. Welcome, Jane. How are you? Oh, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, thank you for for having this incredible conversation. And I know many of our viewers are really looking for solutions. And some of them may have arthritis. What is the difference between rheumatoid arthritis and, of course, arthritis? Regular arthritis, yes. So rheumatoid arthritis is actually an autoimmune condition. And uh, Regular arthritis is described as wear and tear arthritis, but I really don't see them being a lot different. I feel like all arthritis uh, has a common component in that in that there's often gut inflammation, but going back either even further than that with the root causes, it is a it is energy that's not flowing and it's there's an emotional component is what I've discovered after working with this for a while and I didn't know this in the beginning, but I see now that there's quite a, an emotional component to really arthritis, rheumatoid arthritis, regular arthritis and, and any pain and inflammation. Right, right. And so you yourself have been dealing with this for a number of years. And uh, 
lead us through some of your findings and your journey that, mm-hmm. you know, made you turn to, of course, natural solutions rather than, uh, you know, going to a doctor or specialist trying to figure out and get a handle on this. Mm. Well, I still did see doctors and specialists, but so what happened with me, um, Salandrina, is that I had a very stressful year. So I was a healthy woman. I ate well, I was athletic and I was just coming up to turning 50 in, in 20, uh, 2016, it started. And basically about three weeks after my 50th birthday, I just took a dive and I started having this migrating joint pain and it was so bad. It started in one shoulder. I remember it's like, okay, this is really like really bad. And I had to put it in a sling. And then the next day it was the other shoulder. Oh, wow. Like literally the next day had switched. And then I, it was like elbows and hands and feet and knees and jaw. And over a period of, uh, I'd say, well, it started in March and by July I could hardly walk. And I had no grip strength in my hands. My my knuckles were turning purple and swelling up. And and I kind of was like, okay, this is weird. I think it's related to stress. And uh, so I thought, okay, I just need a vacation and everything's going to be okay. So I went on vacation and no, I just continued to get worse. And at that point, I was seeing my doctor and like, you know, saying this is, I've got this like my knees are swollen up. They look like I got golf balls on my knees. And anyway, it wasn't showing up in my blood work. So um, she said, let's, but I'll, I'll make an appointment to see a rheumatologist. But in, I live in Newfoundland and it takes a long time to see a rheumatologist. So in the meantime, uh, she said, you know, sometimes foods are related, foods can be related to joint pain. And uh, this back in 2016, I had never even heard of this and I thought it was crazy but I was like I was in so much pain I really didn't know what to do so Mm. I um I tried it and so it was gluten dairy and sugar yes yes I cut them out cold turkey just like one day having them the next day not and uh it was really amazing that within about five days I had a significant reduction in pain like so much that I was like okay this there's something to this. And that sent me down a whole road of looking into food as medicine and, 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 uh, you know, food can either hurt or heal you. And I got really into food and I studied more and I learned about the autoimmune paleo protocol. So I tried that. I tried going all plant-based for a while and just tried a whole lot of different things. And, you know, I was getting better and then I would plateau. Yes. By the time I actually got the diagnosis of rheumatoid arthritis, I had seen that there was something that I could do to help me. And so I, it's funny because I'm an engineer. So I was an engineer for 30 years and I was still an engineer when all this was going on. And I just approached it like an engineering problem. So I started keeping data and graphing and <laughs> making charts of course, and just of monitoring my progress. And I could see that things were helping. Yeah. Um, but as I said, I would plateau every so often I would plateau and I still had inflammation, you know, the pain was a lot better, but I still had inflammation and I would have flares, which yeah. are pretty common with rheumatoid arthritis, um, and a lot of arthritis. And so I started learning about functional medicine and dealing with root causes. And that made a lot of sense to me because I knew that this had 
you know, it, it wasn't in my family. There was, you know, there was something that had caused it. it you know, it wasn't, I didn't believe it was something I was born with. So I discovered functional medicine, decided to train as a functional medicine health coach because it was only a, a year program and I could do it part time. Mm -hmm. And um, what really struck me when I was doing that program was the whole mind body medicine component. And uh, so I started studying mind body medicine a lot more and really started to realize that this had been brought on by stress in my life and if stress had turned it on i must be able to turn it off but the stress that i had been under was kind of gone so i was like what what is this mm -hmm. and i started really looking at emotions and uh really how i had felt about myself my whole life and that i had really this underlying stress the stress mm -hmm. of that a lot of women have of trying to do it all trying to be a perfectionist trying to be the best you know and you know maybe that's even why i went into engineering i don't know so yeah. there was a whole lot of this that i realized looking back on it that i had i had a lot more work to do before mm -hmm. i really could reverse it completely so that's so a quick, that's a long story <laughs> yeah, yeah no that's a beautiful story but you know i think one of the things that some of the listeners and myself are wondering is being an engineer and being very logical and in the mind, how does someone like yourself, I mean, I'm probably the furthest from being completely, you know, logical oriented. Um, how does that work? How difficult was it for you to transition out of your mind and into your heart or into your gut? Mm, well, yes, I came, I came from a really sciencey background too, like a family of engineers. <laughs> so okay. it was, yeah, it was very, everything was very sciencey, black and white. And I, I wasn't even brought up in, in a church or anything like that. So spirituality was not something that was part of my growing, my, me growing up. However, I was interested in spirituality I was always interested in stories of like near death experiences and and people seeing spirits and um, extrasensory perception and intuition and all these things. So I, I actually even before I had RA, I had trained as a Reiki practitioner and I had meditated. You know, I, so I was dabbled, I would say I dabbled in spirituality, but right. what I actually discovered as I was going along this journey is that science and spirituality are really coming together. Mm -hmm. Physics, mm -hmm. quantum physics, especially tells us everything is energy. Yes. Really? Yes. We are energy. Yeah. And energy cannot be um, destroyed. It only changes form. So to me, all of that merges really well with many of the world wisdom traditions and, and religions that we have a spirit that that spirit lives on and that we are here in physical form to experience life. So that that actually became infused in my my healing and reversing rheumatoid arthritis and actually what I do with my clients and people in my programs and courses now. Beautiful, beautiful. And, and, and how was that on the other end of the spectrum, the family, the acceptance of what is, what is Jane getting into leaving this profession and going into this hoo-hoo world? 
<laughs> um, well, I think neither of my parents are alive anymore. It was actually the death of my mother that created all the stress and she was very close. We were very close and we actually talked about spirituality a lot. So I like to think that they are, you know, cheering me on. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, uh, the rest of my family, I, it's interesting. Um, I don't, I don't speak to them directly about all this, but I have a podcast now. And so they've all heard it. And I wonder sometimes what they think about it all, but, um, you know, it's who I am and it kind of doesn't matter to me. Um, I feel like, I feel like it is actually what I feel like the whole illness coming into my life was really happening for me and here to help me awaken to this magnificence that I am. And I don't say that because I'm magnificent. I say that because we are all magnificent. We all have a magnificent person uh, spirit that is being held back because by our own beliefs really and so when things come into our life to challenge us it's really there to awaken us to our greatness i believe and i can see it now so clearly for me and i see it for so many other people as well yeah yeah no that's beautifully beautifully put and i i have to agree it is it is the journey that actually leads you to your magnificence and so now I know that you call yourself the wellness engineer, which is a beautiful, (laughs) a beautiful name. So tell me what the wellness engineer uh, does. And um, you've obviously you've got uh, courses that uh, you've come to terms and what, what, um, what do you have like for women or is it like a combination um, Mm -hmm. for men and women? How, tell us a little bit more about the work that people can you know tune into well i have i do one-on-one coaching uh and men and women um so that's like literally one-on-one and it's funny i my one-on-one coaching has evolved as i have evolved and i i really work in the beginning i worked a lot more with food and i think that's because that's where i was and now i work a lot more with the energy and with breath work and with really tuning into who you are and and actually paying attention to where you're having pain because wherever we're having pain is where it, it's our body calling our attention to where the energy needs to go. So work a lot more on energy side of things now. So with one-on-one clients and also I have a women's program. It's like a month to month program. Yeah, online program where I do mindset coaching. I teach uh, uh, yoga and breath work every week. I do um, I do group coaching sessions on Zoom. It's all online. Actually, I meet all my clients online, and uh, so help guide them through really coming back to themselves and releasing the pain by paying attention. Really, it starts with awareness. What are you thinking all the time? Because our thoughts create emotions in our body, which create vibration in our body, which then can, our cells are responding to. We, we know through the science of epigenetics that our cells pick up on vibrations in our body and then our cells create new cells. So the DNA, DNA responds to that. So what we're thinking you know, really matters, right? So. I do a lot of work with that. So yeah, that's my membership program. And um, I have a wellness experts in once a month. 
and uh, it's just it's just really beautiful supportive community they're really friends with each other which is really lovely and um i do courses right now i'm teaching a course and i'll be offering it again um it's called inspired living with the energy codes it's a book study program so i met you actually through uh energy codes course um becoming to become a facilitator to teach it and yeah. I just love the energy codes. It's uh, it's called the name of the book is called it's by Dr. Sue Mortar called the seven step system to awaken your spirit, heal your body and live your best life. And when I read this, I was like, this woman is speaking my language. I really yes. love yeah. the way she put it all together. So I'm teaching a course in that now or I do weekly workshops to teach the practices of the energy codes. And I've done other courses and run challenges and, and things like that. So yeah, I just, uh, my mission, my purpose and mission is just to help people understand that they can become healers. They can mm-hmm. activate their healing. And it really starts with them because we have been brought up in a culture that says it's it's outside of us. We have to go look outside of us to, to heal. And really all the answers are, in, are within us. I'd love to share an offer before we get back to this episode. You can get a free meditation download and join our free monthly interactive virtual community gatherings where we discuss topics of interest to uplift, educate, and support each other in a safe, loving environment. Simply head over to salveawakener.com and join the community of like-minded, soul-driven, conscious creators that understand the changing times. Go ahead now to SalTheAwakener.com. And how are you finding the remote uh, classroom and the remote groups and the remote coaching? How do you feel? Are they getting the full benefit? Because I'm sure I know for myself, when I do the healing and the coaching and all of that, not a problem. It works like as if someone's right in front of you, but just so that our listeners have some more of a feedback that working remotely, um, if you can give us some, some of the feedback that you've received from people that have worked with you remotely on rheumatoid arthritis. Mm. I, to me, it's a, just a non-issue, actually. People like it because I've even had like, people that live in my area but still see me remotely. Nobody has to get in the car and drive anywhere. Uh, or park or there's none of that. I mean, it's just not an issue. It's funny because I did uh, last week, we had a little meetup with some of the women that are in my, my membership group that were in the local area. And when we saw when I saw them in person, it, it didn't really feel like I was meeting them for the first time because I've seen them for months on Zoom. So it, it really, it, to me, it's a non-issue. And in terms of doing energy work, energy is, it's no place, no time, you know, it's, it, it is of no issue, really. If someone can be watching a replay of something and still get the same benefit of an energy type of transmission. So it's, it's just a non-issue uh, and, yeah. and it's very, very convenient. Yes, definitely very convenient. And um, now if someone wanted to get a hold of you, uh, where would they be able to get a hold of you? Okay, I'll tell you in a second. I just thought of something else that's a real nice benefit of the remote sessions is yeah. that I record all of them. So the clients and people in my membership as well and in my courses, they can always watch the replays. You wouldn't get that with a live class. So that's a real huge benefit as well. 
So, yeah, all right. Uh, so where can people get hold of me? I'm on on the on the interwebs on on the web at janehoganhealth.com and then on facebook and instagram and linkedin and youtube at jane hogan health and so yeah it's pretty easy to find me on all of those platforms beautiful beautiful so jane where are you today in your health in your routine can you walk us through for instance what does jane do uh, having reversed rheumatoid arthritis what's your day look like I am so careful about managing my thoughts and my energy uh, and I ha it has to be priority for for me so I start off my day literally waking up with gratitude I breathe through any areas if I have any tension or pain I will use the practices of the energy codes and breathe through those areas. I then get up and have my, I, I really love um, bulletproof coffee and, and uh, you know, that whole yes. buttered coffee is so good. And I, I, that's my routine. So I have that in the morning. I, I practice intermittent fasting. Okay. So I intermittent fast. So I don't, I don't have breakfast. So have that little morning routine. I do my uh, journaling in the morning. I do some reading. I meditate, I do yoga. That's all before I start my day where with my clients and, and my programs and so on. Um, so that's my morning routine. I have to do that. It's part of my self-care. Mm -hmm. And throughout the day, I notice, I, I notice if I'm getting tense at all. My mm -hmm. tension where I tend to hold it is in my solar plexus. Mm -hmm. So if I notice I'm getting tense, I go, okay, Jane, all right breathe into it, let it release, just calm. <laughs> and so I try to do that. I, I also, you know, I, I, I'm a doer. Like I've, I've always been one of those people that's busy, busy, busy all the time. And so I have to work at not feeling that because that got, got me to where I was. So right. I have to try to not do that. So I try to just say, all right, what do I want to accomplish today? What are the top three? And do those first and then anything else is gravy and i feel good about getting those three things done and then i, I eat very healthy uh, as well all I, I eat real food like it doesn't have to be complicated whatever yeah. different things work for different people eat yeah. real food and notice how your body's responding Every, just eat what feels good for you and i don't mean giving into sugar cravings because we know that that's not good um yeah. And I, I have a, I go to, I have a wind down routine in the evening where I don't look at screens. If now, sometimes I do, and then I re, I know what happens. I don't sleep as well. Mm -hmm. So if I have my wind down routine and then uh, I will sleep well, go to, I'll go to bed and sleep all night. I, you know, so I have a, I have a very nice self-care routine. I go to bed early. I, that's part of my self-care and just part of uh, living a beautiful life. I, I also end the day with gratitude. So start the day with gratitude end the day with gratitude. Uh, often yeah. my gratitudes are the magic I witnessed today, which I really love. What magic did I witness today? That's right. That's right. What a, what a beautiful routine to get into. And uh, do you do hydrotherapy at all? 
I, well, yeah, I, well, I like to have a hot bath. I also have, um, <laughs> I also have uh, cold showers. So when um, on my shower days, I turn the water to cold. Actually in the winter time I was getting in, I lived next to a river. So I was getting in the river and, uh, and I still do that once in a while, probably get nice. back into the routine. I, I like getting in that river on cold mornings. <laughs> there you go. And red red light therapy. So I I use um, uh, near red lights to do uh, red infrared sauna therapy. Okay, so explain that. That's something new because I've heard of infrared uh, therapy, but I haven't heard what you're referring to. So what what <laughs> exactly is that? <laughs> well, red is at both ends of the spectrum, right? So yeah. the near the near red. Uh, end of the spectrum is doesn't cause inflammation, whereas the far end from my reading can cause inflammation. So I use the near red and I just got a little homemade kind of contraption with I've got three bulbs and it's clips in, you know, I've got little clips and I just go in this. Well, it's a it's a little it's our toilet is like in a separate room. So yes. I kind of got it in there. I can shut the door and make it nice and warm. And I just find red light therapy just makes me feel good. Nice. Nice. Yeah. And now for for people that are listening in from around the different areas of the world, I'm wondering, um, can you explain, and I think that this is really going to hit home to a lot of people because I live in Vancouver, we have the mildest weather over here on this side of the world, <laughs> and of course Jane lives on the complete opposite so when she speaks about the cold water in the cold river in Newfoundland, what are we talking about? Oh, it's cold. <laughs> it's very cold. Um, you know, air. it's probably not as cold as some parts of Canada, um, but, you know, minus 10, minus, minus 15 in the wintertime. Um, but it's, I can't, if anyone's got inflammation or pain, I tell you, it really helps really helps that just like when you get that cold water hitting you it just calms it right down uh this was of course was uh, really made famous i think feel recently by vim hoff a lot of people have heard of the Iceman and you know yes. the stuff that he does but i really do find it very helpful and it's just it's not just that it's also the mind over matter it's it's taking control of the mind instead of the mind you know our our ego running things it's like my bigger wiser self is taking control and saying okay ego i know you're saying don't get cold but i'm in charge here and we're going to get cold and we're going to be fine yes exactly and the way and the way that uh, i i mean hydrotherapy went back about 20 25 years maybe close to 25 years when i did uh, yoga teacher training and um of course you know we're we're so spoiled here to have that warm shower the warm you know water running flowing but in the rest of the world it doesn't work that way mm -hmm. and so you really have to get used to um, going into that cold and getting over your fear. And if you do one thing, which is fearful each day, uh, it's amazing how strong of a will you will have by the end of the week. But uh, so you do you still cringe before you go in or you're like looking forward to that big, great expansion of the spirit after? 
Well, I am looking forward to it, but I will tell you that every time I get in, I'm saying, why am I doing this? This is crazy. Why am I doing this? But I do it anyway. And mm. I think what you said is really important to, to do something every day that takes you a little bit out of our out of your comfort zone, because all of us generally we've gotten very comfortable. We never have to get uncomfortable. And then you don't step out of your comfort zone ever. So you don't explore like what could you possibly do what could you po who could you possibly be if you never get out of your comfort zone so i feel like you know i'm actually an introvert and so the me stepping out of my comfort zone speaking to people like that was a big thing for me to do and even now it's still a big thing for me to do but all of these little steps that i'm taking are helping me helping me know that I can get a little bit uncomfortable. I can do something that I'm a little bit afraid of and I will be stronger for it and, yeah. and better off for it. Yes. Yes, definitely. Wonderful. And so what is the ratio, Jane, of women versus men that show up to some of the work that you're actually out there doing right now? I, I know in, in, in the healing modalities that I have and coaching it's I would say a good 95 percent 95 percent maybe even higher that are women and uh, so I just wanted to check is that kind of what's happening with your work as well or is it slightly different being with the engineer background yeah it's I would say about the same as you um and why is that well first of all more women have rheumatoid arthritis, autoimmune conditions, um, and I think even arthritis than men. Um, and I think women are just more open to exploring different avenues of uh, or different healing modalities. I think that's it. I mean, it's not that men aren't. Um, and I have had some men clients, but you know, when I talk about some of the things that I, I would like them to do, journaling, for example, I think is very powerful work. That's not something that a lot of men do. Yes. yes. And maybe they're not comfortable with it. So I don't I don't know. It's it's interesting. I think it's going to change, though, I think, or maybe it is changing. Um, but mostly women, definitely. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. On the weekend, I had taught a workshop for um, probably for about 10 to 15 women and we had the one token male and it was very interesting because he too was an engineer with with a number of degrees under his belt and he was trying to take himself out of that logical mind and really step into into the spirituality side of things because he was he was raised with a very religious regimented religious kind of upbringing and so um, I think, I think there is lots and lots of work out there to do. And, um, you know, I can't thank you enough for, for showing up and doing the work and, 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 and showing people that, you know what, you, you definitely can be a logical thinker and do everything and still be able to embrace a new, new way of life, a new way of handling things, a new way of doing things. So mm -hmm. any last words from you, Jane? Well, I was just thinking when you were talking about this man and um, and the logical mind, I, one of the articles I wrote for Thrive Global is called When I Let Go of Logic, Magic Happened. And I talk about my engineering background and, and, and what I learned and how putting that aside and trusting, trusting 
another side, a bigger, a, a bigger presence was part of my healing journey. So I might want to direct them to that. <laughs> well, it's been a great, great conversation. And um, once again, for our listeners, if you want to get a hold of Jane, Jane, your website once, once more, please. JaneHoganHealth.com. And you can find me on all the social places at Jane Hogan Health. And if you have any other questions, you can certainly direct them to us here and we'd be happy to answer and also forward you information on how to contact Jane. Thank you from all the listeners. Until next time. Thank you all for joining us today by sharing your time, sharing your love, and most important, your energetic presence, your unique vibrational signature. What a gift and an honor to have you join us. Notice what has shifted or stood out for you today and know that you are a sacred being, a co-creator on an incredible soulful journey. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you're notified when a new episode is released. Don't forget to rate and review this podcast and share it with your friends. The more reviews and shares we get, the more people we can reach, and you never know how an episode will shift someone's life. Once again, thanks so much for listening and have an incredible day.